Fellows, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Today we continue our investigation of Kickstarters with Headspace, designed by Mark Richardson. Now, some of you might be thinking, didn't the Headspace Kickstarter get delayed? In fact, it did. Mark contacted everybody who was part of his promotion campaign, letting us know that he's going to pull back on the Headspace Kickstarter until he feels he's 100% ready to go. I respect that. A Kickstarter is a huge project to take on, and it's not something that you want to jump into blindly. However, we both felt that it was still important to get the Headspace episodes out there to introduce it to a wider audience. So let's get to it. Headspace is a Powered by Apocalypse cyberpunk system that has a really unique way the party relates. Headspace has all the futuristic cyberpunk mercenaries and a dystopia tropes that we've come to love with a brilliant twist. In Headspace, your team of futuristic mercs is bound together by a network called a Headspace. Anyone who's run more than a few games knows that most parties tend to operate as components of a single entity all the time. If one player is about to do something stupid, the rest of the group is likely to stop him or her, even if their characters are nowhere near the situation. Headspace takes this fact of gaming and owns it by making this metagaming part of the story. And it doesn't stop at mere thought. The Headspace also allows players to share abilities through the network, meaning it is possible to split the party without sacrificing competence. In Headspace, you won't have a face talk her way into a secure area and blow the mission anyway because she's a terrible hacker. I think this is a really impressive accomplishment as dividing and conquering is a mainstay of cyberpunk and a specific weakness in RPGs. These shared thoughts and abilities come at a cost, though. The Headspace also broadcasts emotion, and while you share each other's strength, you also share each other's emotional baggage. And this mechanic blends with the fail-forward and be-interesting ethos of Apocalypse beautifully to create compelling story-based consequences for bad roles. And one more thing I wanted to mention before we get started is that Mark was going to run this for us, but our connection failed. I stepped in to run the game, but I did not have a full grasp of the setting. This episode goes to some silly places that Headspace normally won't go. To say the least, Tim Hortons is not the most powerful megacorp in the setting. Thankfully, Mark has all of the materials we used and much more at headspacerpg.com. So, if this piques your interest, and it should, you can follow the link in the show notes and start playing right away. And before we dive right into the show, I wanted to remind everyone for one final time that you can see me, Kat, Will Hindmarch, Kenneth Height, and many others at the Chicago Game Master Circle on March 28th at the Chicago Co-Prosperity Sphere. If you like role-playing games and you want to be better at them, one of the best ways is to exchange ideas with other Game Masters and players. And that's exactly what the Game Master Circle is all about. We'll gather together, play the same adventure, and then talk about our experiences after the game. You can share your thoughts and ideas with some of the most talented and intelligent people in the Chicago role-playing community. We've also brought in our friends from the GM Academy and the RPG Academy, so you're definitely going to be getting your dollar's worth of good advice. If you're interested in coming, just follow the link in the show notes and you can buy tickets right now. We still have some spots left for the games, and we also have spots left if you just want to attend the symposium afterwards. 
That's the Chicago Demystics Game Master Circle, happening this weekend, March 28th, at the Chicago Co-Prosperity Sphere. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, everybody, let's meet our party for this week. First up is a voice that should be familiar to you by now. He's been on two of our series, and I'm sure everybody at home is a fan of his multiple podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Grant or General Ironicus. One of welcome. those, either way. Yeah, you've We're... got two names. You're a man <laughs> with two names. I'm, I'm a man of many talents, several names, and master of none. Uh, but... So, yeah, if you want to check me out, those projects are chipandironicus.com, where we do video game commentaries. Uh, we've doubled our update schedule, added weekly streams, monthly podcast. It's flowering all over. And otherwise, if you listen to this show, you probably might like Six Feet Under. It's our own uh, role-playing podcast network. Our central product, I guess, mm-hmm. is a long-running 13th Age campaign uh, with great places to jump in at session 50 or session 60. And that sounds a little unreasonable, even as it comes out of my mouth, even though I know it's true. So if you don't believe me, you can check out our bonus feats episodes where we do uh, one-shots and miniseries. Our a recent one that turned out really well is Worldwide Wrestling RPG. Uh, if you recognize my voice from the uh, Dracula Dossier episodes, then you'd also know Nathan Paletta, mm-hmm. who is in that. And he ran his game, Worldwide Wrestling RPG, for us, and we had such a great time. It turned out so well. But anyway, back to today. Yeah, let's get back to today. Who are you going to be playing on today's uh, show? I'm going to be playing our infiltrator, the guy who, well, infiltrates, uh, our, our stealth and security expert. And uh, his name is Cutter. Although his given name is Darren Scherf, and the rest of the folks Darren don't know Scherf. that. Darren Scherf. That's a good one. <laughs> As you might uh, guess, a guy named Darren Scherf, he's corporate to the core. Or at least he was until he had to do some uh, some dark dealings for, for one of the megacorps out there. He's got brown eyes with sort of plastic uh, glasses frames. Uh, for body, I wrote, has a gym membership but doesn't use it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's fair. That's apt. Uh, yeah, he, he wears a business suit, but... Lately, he has not been ironing his shirts. That's like yeah. some real <laughs> subverting corporate culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, Brad Pike, who is somebody that uh, folks will recognize from our our last best hope sessions of one shot. And Brad, you were actually so popular on those because of your dedication to squirting cat placenta that people demanded that you return to the air. It was my pleasure. <laughs> and my privilege. I like to insert squirting cat placenta into every aspect of my life. That's as often as possible. That's uh he is actually drenched <clears throat> in cat placenta right now. So <laughs> he is living that reality. Uh who are you gonna be playing for us this week, Brad? Uh I am Whistler. Uh but my mom calls me Bugaboo. And <laughs> I am Oh, my mom is dead. Uh, because I am seven years old. Seven? <laughs> Seventy. Seventy. I'm Seventy years old. Uh, I'm an old man. I live alone in a chop house, uh, in the dark. There are no lights. Um, there's just computer monitors. Uh, and, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm secretly a writer and I've written a 15,000 page novel about these little girls who are fundamentalist Christians and they fight against the, uh, atheist uh overlords of this world and um (laughs) what does what does what does whistler look like oh he's an (laughs) old man he's got white hair he's um 
he's he hasn't taken care of himself, but he's is very buff, like Magneto from X Men. Mm-hmm. So, but he is he smells so bad, and <laughs> his body's covered in residues and Cheetos dust and syrup and mm-hmm. creams, creams, creams. Not like creams, like skin creams, but like crispy creams, like <laughs> like creams inside of donuts. And um, he has not washed himself for years, ever since his son died hmm. uh, of neglect. Uh, his, <laughs> neglect. Um, I was about to feel bad for him. No, he. So in his honor, he neglected himself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his son was uh, thirteen years old. 13 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he just never gave him any food, but he had all the doors locked, and <laughs> so he couldn't get out. And so he could, like a dog. Yeah. And he lasted 13 years like that. Yeah. He lasted 13 years. <laughs> and he starved to death. And so now he wears uh, his dead son's uh, Hip Hop Bugs Bunny t-shirt uh, <laughs> to always remember him. And also his avatar is a big blanket with eyes. I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the uh, final guest is Alex Nichols, who you guys will recognize from the One Last Job episode mm-hmm. of One Shot. This is your second role-playing game ever. Ever, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a veteran now. I'm yeah. A veteran RP- RPG man. Uh, one of the one of the things that made it onto our bloopers reel uh, from that year was you promising that you were going to fuck up the last game. <laughs> Uh, so how, how confidence wise, where are you at right now? Uh, despite my veteran status, pretty low confidence. (laughs) I, the last game didn't have these, uh, sheets. (laughs) Uh, character sheets. Yeah. Oh yeah. The character. That's what frightens you is character sheets. Character sheets frighten me. I did happen to notice there are a lot of numbers on these sheets. Numbers Um, frighten me. six numbers. Pretty low numbers too. I see multiple numbers all over this sheet. (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of numbers. I'm seeing a lot of nouns, which are a little disconcerting. It is a part of speech. It makes me think <laughs> of English class. <laughs> yeah, any, yeah. So, um, we'll see. We'll see how I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and who are you going to be playing for uh, us? I am uh, the runner operator name Nike. I'm of the neon subculture, which is brightly colored and anti-corporate. Um, so I always have to explain that my, my name is in reference to the Greek goddess of victory and mm-hmm. not the, uh, massive multinational corporation, Nike. Um, I, you know, since I'm neon, I have these brightly colored kind of, uh, looks. I have diamond colored full eye sclera contact lenses. <laughs> uh, my hair, nobody knows what it looks like because i'm always wearing a baseball cap uh so so that is going to be a very dramatic reveal at I some point later on. i imagine it's going to be sort of the the moment that everyone's like whoa <laughs> that's going to be the emotional climax of the game um, <laughs> everything after that is just going to be <laughs> cleaning up basically yeah uh my body is ryan gosling type just like in real life um <laughs> The clothes I'm wearing is a, a full body, uh, orange and pink parkour roller hockey uniform. Cool. Uh, much like, it, it, sort of like a rollerball uniform, but more realistic, more uh, futuristic, um, materials, even more futuristic than the movie. 
uh, because that's the sport that I like to play. I have these parkour skills and you set up goals on either side of the neighborhood and you roller, roller parkour across the, uh, uh, the neighborhood with, with cyber hockey sticks and digi pucks. <laughs> digi pucks. <laughs> uh, so that's what I'm wearing. Cause it's a, it's a least corporate of sports cause it's really of the streets. Right. You have to program your own digi puck. Yeah. You have to program your own <laughs> digi puck. Uh, you can program a knuckle puck move into it. Um, a lot, yeah. The, the there's a lot of Mighty Ducks uh, information uh, that's on the yeah. It's programmed into the, the the sport. Hypercorps collude together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he a big fan of the uh, Mighty Ducks reboot? That was uh, a roller <laughs> roller parkour. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they brought back Jock. Brought back Joshua Jackson to play the coach. Yeah. Oh, so that, that was why. really successful. Oh, it was so because he was so good in the affair, and it was like. <laughs> Wow, he's still a great actor. <laughs> um, and my avatar is a, a kitten hanging on a branch because it reminds me of parkour. But very much in the way that all tracers identify yes. with that kitten <laughs> hanging in there. Uh, great. And I guess we'll move on to me. And I'll note that this system was designed by Mark Richardson and is going to be kickstarting on March 10th. Uh, Mark was going to run this for us. We had uh, more than a few audio uh, visual difficulties with that. So I am going to be running in his stead. Uh, so I should explain to you guys the world of Headspace. It is the far future. Uh, and it is one of those dark 80s versions of the future where everything is terrible and controlled by ultra-powerful corporations. Uh, the very rich are on top and uh, everyone who is poor lives in this nightmarish urban hellscape. Uh, you guys are specialized operatives who are opposing corporate culture. Uh, for whatever reason, you have gotten involved in these different resistance movements. Maybe it was for money. Maybe it's for glory. Maybe it's for your own ideals. Whatever reason, you have dedicated your life to opposing corporate arcologies, and you risk your lives every day going on extremely dangerous missions. To make yourselves more successful, you have networked your brains together with something called the headspace. The headspace essentially uh, ties uh, three or more individuals together uh, through a network of their brains. So you guys all have access to one another's skills. Uh, Cutter, for instance, knows Kung Fu. Because Cutter knows Kung Fu, all of you know Kung Fu. Uh, you also had some other teammates who were networked into your uh, neural net uh, before. However, they were tragically killed uh, in the dangerous lifestyle that you guys pursue. Their consciences now exist as ghosts on your system. Uh, so you're sort of haunted by the specters of your friends and comrades who you used to work with, but also you're still bolstered by their skills. Um and that's the basic conceit of the game. Uh, you guys are on what was supposed to be a simple extraction mission. Uh, there was somebody who has been detained in a Tim Hortons corporate arcology. Tim Hortons being one of the most powerful corporations in this setting because the default setting for this system, and I love this, is Canada. So all of those wonderful, uh, horrible things about American dystopias are just applied to our friendly neighbor to the north, Canada. And you can't think of a more powerful Canadian company than Tim Hortons, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so you guys are 
In a Tim Hortons donut arcology, uh, you are in their black operatives, you're in their black ops division, uh, looking for your friend. However, something has gone disastrously wrong and your handler, Cross, who was organizing the mission has gone dark. And suddenly you are left in this arcology with no support, still no idea where your target for the extraction is, and the might of Tim Hortons waiting to take you out. Uh, so why don't you guys, we'll go around, uh, the horn and I'm gonna ask you for one, each one detail about the situation that you're in right now. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Cutter. Uh, one detail about this situation? <laughs> yeah, like okay. where are you located in the building? <laughs> What's going on? We're still in the public area, the semi-public area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't exactly their corporate, uh, headquarters where they bring in, like, uh, uh, interview candidates or whatever. We're, right. we're behind the veil, but still in, uh... Like a place that a janitor, your average janitor <laughs> would see. Yeah. We're, we're in the secret meeting halls where they do the deals that don't get leaked to the corporate controlled media okay okay yeah. so it's not it's not like super public but it's also right. not so black ops that it would be unusual to see people such as yourself like yeah. mercenaries hanging out in right okay but, <laughs> uh so so it's still you know uh conference rooms and such but it's like the the dark purple neon conference rooms yeah 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 where, where people's faces are all shadowy uh and whatnot okay uh, Whistler, can we get a detail from you about this situation that you're in? We know where you are. My sh- blood sugar level is uh is kind of out of control right now, and I need my <laughs> insulin immediately. So I'm very upset about that. And uh, you need uh, insulin, so you're upset. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. It's psychosomatic diabetes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so yeah, you're, you're like, you're freaking out about your physical state, uh, that's like causing your emotions to start to run high. And Nike, uh, Nike, can we get another, uh, just detail about this? Dude, have, have you guys been identified yet? We, we have been identified. We're still under the radar. And I've just noticed that there's a, uh, box of Dale donuts, mm-hmm. uh, in the conference room that we happen to be hiding out in. <laughs> and they seem like they could really be, uh, used as, uh, a, a weapon. And since I have these, uh, hockey skills, uh, they're not quite digipucks, <laughs> right. but uh, I feel like they're they're a resource that we could we could use since they are a day old and and by this point, uh, rather hard. So cut off from your support, uh, without knowing where you're going. Uh, what is your plan, team? Well, we join you guys in the moment as you're <laughs> speaking to each other. Are you okay, Whistler? Are you okay? I'm fine. I I just shouldn't have come on this operation knowing that i have diabetes and knowing this place is full of donuts uh because i can't control myself uh i have an eating disorder uh where i like to binge i'm i'm well aware of that i've seen it it's ruined I've many seen missions far so much i i had a 10:15 and now it's been pushed back 40 minutes because we're still locked in this room why is no one looks good in purple neon i don't understand <laughs> 
I, I once signed a requisition for, for one of these rooms and I just, it just comes across my desk. I push the paper. I don't get to make any decisions. Okay. What are we going to do with these donuts? So what you, you're sitting in front of the donuts, uh, and it occurs to you, you guys can make a contingency roll. Yeah. Uh, this would be considered a headspace move because none of you guys are personally professionals at coming up with plans. Uh, mm-hmm. however, your uh, handler, Cross, was a professional. Uh, he was really good at plans. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, right now you believe he's dead. But that doesn't mean you can't use his abilities. His consciousness is still floating in the back of your uh, neural network, and you'll be able to draw on those skills. However, it could come at a cost. Uh, it, it's time to finally make a decision. I'm just getting so frustrated with this 12 on a headspace move. Okay, rad, <laughs> rad. Uh, so you succeed without any sort of emotional <clears throat> interference. Uh, even though uh, the contingency was based on uh, Cross's rage, uh, that doesn't seem to affect you at all. Uh, you... You work for 15 years in an environment like this and you deal with your rage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you have managed to like bury the rage down bury, you you did your uh stress technique you've like got yeah. a little stress ball uh that it's you're my squeezing. boss's face my my former boss's face uh so what 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 you know about your situation is that you're trying to extract somebody at the black site that's you know is located somewhere within this arcology mm-hmm. you need to access records in order to find out where they would be keeping uh this person that you're trying to rescue so that's the first thing is like if you want to push on with the mission and you guys want to because without it, you're not going to get paid. And if you don't get paid, uh, likely a whistler will not be able to get more insulin and he will die. Yeah, there's a there's a ticking timer <laughs> on this mission. He's got he's got like a blood sugar monitor that's like on his side. He's looking at it and it's like literally counting down to his death right now. And if you think I'm going to stop eating these donuts just because... <laughs> My diabetes is spinning out of control. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. What you did to your son, Whistler. Listen, no. <laughs> Listen, we got to find those records. We got to go access the mainframe somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- these places are just, uh, they're, they're practically built out of kits. Every corporate mm-hmm. environment is roughly the same. If I just walk around, I'll eventually find these personnel records. And as the infiltrator, I think that falls to me. And the only one wearing a business suit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're the, you're the only one who looks like he belongs here. I mean, it's not uncommon for them, especially in the shadow meeting rooms, to have summoned different mercenaries yeah. to perform uh, various deeds that they need carried out. Yeah. Uh, so you you can make your way around but here. Records certainly. management is is a bit different. So I'm going to roll stealth as a professional move for me. Okay. So that's I might even roll security um for you to know where to security? go. Okay. What's well, that that uh would make be a 9 or an 8. So either way. Uh <laughs> Okay. Uh well so if this and this is a professional move. Correct. Uh, so you succeed uh however your uh baggage uh for that which is uh desire uh moves one up on the stress track. There there's now just extra desire floating around in our shared heads. So, and the reason uh, that you feel this desire, uh, so you are like, I need to access a security terminal. They have access to pretty much everywhere in the arcology. 
all I need to do is identify blank spots. That's where they're keeping the black site. You head to security, and the first thing you see is the most beautiful security technician that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, what does this person look like? Male? Female? Uh, his name's Randy, as all security <laughs> technicians are. Of course. But speaking of Randy, no, uh, it's just first look. Don't, yeah, don't exactly. Like, like you go, <laughs> it's definitely like, uh, you guys feel it. All of a sudden you, you get in your heads an image of Randy and you feel a desire oh. for Randy. He's, you know, strawberry blonde. He's got a kiss of freckles across his nose. Uh, but he's Whistler imagines him as a donut. Like, yeah, everyone just sort of gets a flood of endorphins, and there's a different picture for each of them, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. But Whatever. the actual physical Randy is, yeah, he's, uh, you can see a little clavicle, like the dude's cut. Uh, he, he's and, and, not, his, his, and in the future, the security uniforms are really low cut for all the men. They're, they're all scoop necks. They're all scoop necks. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, hey there, can I help you? Yeah, uh, I'm just, uh, requisitioning some, I'm not even requisitioning, you know how it is, but my boss needs the records for, uh, your security patrols, uh, just cause I guess you're doing a bad job. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> real sorry about that. I didn't know we were doing a bad job, Me? eh? Neither did I, but they're not even paying attention. I think he's showing off for someone else even further up the ladder. Oh, Cut. I, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, so I could, do you have, do you have your login? I could type in your login for you. Cutter, ask that sexy donut for, for his, <laughs> his number. Uh, my login? Uh, should I give you my login or the login for uh, my supervisor? Uh, I'm not sure what you need. Uh, you know, whatever whatever is going to get you the clearance to wherever you need to go, eh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, like, starts typing, but as he types, he, like, flexes his muscles this a little is... bit. That gets, you, that gets you going. Okay, so... Would this be another security role? I mean, I'm not. Or could they find it via hacking? Is there someone on a uh, terminal? Yeah, you could. You could find hacking, and actually, you would be able to use uh, Whistler's hacking skills uh, via your connection or to him. Should it be brain. like? Uh, so I guess I'll use my PDA and Whistler's hacking skills. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. Like, so you would use Whistler's hacking skill because yeah. you're the one currently. Okay. Uh, on this part of the mission. So I'm, I'm playing this off as just like checking my uh, work email to see like, oh, what clearance did he give me again? This is a nine plus um, one. That's a ten. All right, ten, a ten on a headspace ten, move. A ten on a headspace move. So you mm, succeed rockings. again without any emotional interference. It's admin 472. So yeah, I, I come up with... Uh, the admin yeah. admin four one two. I come in with a come up with a credential that I know is for someone who would have clearance is on vacation, and this is Vancouver, Canada. This is Vancouver. Okay, so they're Vancouver, in the Toronto, Canada, <laughs> so, and, and Vancouver, Washington, and they're based out of the uh, Toronto office. Indeed. To be- <laughs> So yeah, you you have thrown up enough uh, trails that anybody who'd try to be tracking this movement to verify would have a difficult time. They'd mm-hmm. have to chase down several leads, and uh, Randy in particular doesn't have time for that. Oh, it all looks good here, eh? Uh sure. Uh, he uh, swipes a magnetic card and hands it to you. That'll get you through most of the maglocks that you need to go through to perform your audit. Is there anything else I can do to assist you today? Tell that sexy donut she has a beautiful <laughs> smile. <laughs> do it. 
Just do it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if you got any transfer paperwork to get out of my hellhole of a department. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you just keep having a great day. And could I get your number? You've been so helpful. I really want to pass <laughs> that up. The, the chain of command can get, get just, you. Uh, just give like a light touch on her arm. <laughs> Can give a, a real thumbs up when it comes time for annual reviews. So, like we we cut to and there is a light touch. He's <laughs> giving, yeah, he's giving uh, the number over, uh, like, and you're you're just giving in to your desire mm-hmm. at this point, indulging that. And we cut to Whistler's view of the situation <laughs> as uh, he caresses the donut, and like a little bit of cream comes out of the donut. It's just uh, that that that's the number in your mind is that uh, your your buddy Cutter has like covered his hand in and donut then I, cream, and then I take the cream and I and I put it in my pocket. Yeah, there's no yeah. actual cream though, because uh, <laughs> neither remind you the security professional is not really a giant donut. Uh, but you, or is he? You come back to uh, the meeting room with the day-olds where you had established your base Mm -hmm. of operations uh, and you have the access card. So you know that you can get into any black site uh, that you would need to go to. Okay, good. Cool. Black coffee site. Yeah, black coffee site, as they're (laughs) called in the Tim Hortons corporate arcology. Um, So do do we we know where the, the black site is? Uh, that is something, uh, that, uh, like, so you, you definitely called up, uh, mm-hmm. a map, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, you just need, uh, to make a sprawl and you could figure out how to get your way to that. Uh, that happens to be a professional move for Nike. Yeah. Uh, just roll out the map or, or no, I, I pull it, it up on. Yeah. It, it's all like, um, minority report stuff. So I just sort of like pinch the air above <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my iPhone and then throw it onto the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the, the map is there. I know where we're going. All right, Nike, just get, get us there. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with, uh, how, because Tim Hortons models, their corporate, uh, offices, after the city that it's in, like many large, like modern corporations like to do. So it's have, like a miniature version. Yeah. They like to have neighborhood themed, uh, <laughs> lunch areas and, and work areas and things like that. That's actually a law in Canada is that they yeah. have to do that. Uh, and it's sort of, uh, you know, it's almost an inception of cities at a certain point because within, within those conference rooms, there are also miniature cities in, in, inside there. But I, I can definitely, Using my <laughs> using my it's knowledge. It's just a of, waste of discretionary funds. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> I mean, they just they're just flexing their muscles by passing the most arbitrary laws possible. Well, yes. you know, that like, some that somebody's got to give those model makers something to do. You know, what else are they going to do? That's true. A lot of the uh, children of the corporate overlords who are more the artsy type need. Uh, you know, a job, even though they have no practical skills, so they instead build these yeah, the miniature most, models of Vancouver. The most common government job left because governments have sort of fallen out of favor. They're no longer as powerful as corporations. Uh, the most popular job is city planner. Uh, and the only way to plan more cities when basically the entire world is a massive city right now is to plan cities within cities. So, mm-hmm. Oh, like Synecdoche, New York. <laughs> that was a movie from way back in my day. <laughs> 
in 2007? <laughs> Every, great reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're bringing in refs that everybody can get on board with and everybody knows about. Is that why your son died? Because you watched that uh, Charlie Kaufman movie too many times? Well, it's a wonderful film. And I I was just obsessed with Netflix for so long. I couldn't hear him screaming Netflix to be let out. my mother. <laughs> well, you know, they weren't evil back then. They were just a, a normal. Netflix became the prime business. minister of Canada for about twenty years, and ruined it. That's why we're the Canada is the way it is now. Listen. I remember the time before the corporations turned on the people when they were just nice businesses that served products. That's why you're our leader, Whistler. <laughs> now. <laughs> Very recently on this mission, he's like the next in line after Cross died. Uh, Nike, so right. you know the city really mm-hmm. well. Uh, mm-hmm. Plot the most direct and stealthy route uh, using your sprawl. Do I need to roll to, or do I plot it and then roll, or? Uh, so you would roll, uh, and, or, yeah, you can tell me what you want to <clears> do <throat> and then roll and we'll figure out how it works out. Okay, so I think what I would do is I would, uh, first, um, go to the beach and start, uh, I think we'd want to set up there just because we get a better view of the skyline of the office. The beach from... is one of the towers that's uh, <laughs> on the map, you see. Beach oh. tower. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what we'll need to do is we'll need to um, take the uh, zip line from the beach into uh, the ruins of the old Canucks, uh, Vancouver Canucks Arena. The, um, the zip line is a corporate elevator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, sprint across uh, the tops of these ruins, which are sort of the um, uh, columns and buttresses that used to support the 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 dome that the, the the Vancouver Canucks corporate hockey team used to play in before before the uh, reckoning. And once we kind of get a good view of the inner part of the city from the tops of those ruins. Uh, I would be able to somersault down, use one of the Dale donuts to uh, break my way into the uh, central cafeteria, which is modeled after downtown Vancouver, and slip in through the sewer and uh, find the uh, the guy that we're trying to extract. Perfect, perfect. Uh, so yeah, you you have a very good idea of what this layout is. Uh, make make your roll to see if this course is reasonable. So that is an eight on the professional move. Uh, so you, or eight plus what, what's your stat, uh, that's tied to that? It's bliss and I have zero for that. Okay. So that is just eight. So your stress is going to elevate itself, um, by, yeah, by one. Uh, so that particular stress is bliss. So what you have done is you have plotted all sorts of unnecessary risks into <laughs> this course. It's completely unnecessary for you to, uh, after taking the zip line, uh, run across the rooftops in Canuck Stadium. That's just the most uh, architecturally interesting and brutalist mm-hmm. area 
in the arcology. You could simply head right to the cafeteria by walking, but you want the thrill of the adrenaline rush. Yeah, there's just nothing like the the wind blowing over your baseball cap that conceals your mysterious hair. He's 70 years old. (laughs) You've clearly never worked in human relations. It's okay. As far as you guys know, he did a great job, and this is the only way to go. (laughs) I just, uh, the rush of endorphins that I get from it is, is second to none, so that's why I plotted that route. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So now you guys have to make your way to the beach. Uh, you'll need to, uh, hijack some sort of transport over there, uh, to walking. You would definitely oh. get noticed. So, so there's, uh, a, uh, trash drone and I'm, uh, I'm going to hack this trash drone. I'm going to climb inside it and, uh, I'm just going to uh, hack it from the inside so that it, it goes to, uh, the the beach tower perfect um, um and uh, also it can spit garbage at people if they get in my way <laughs> make your make your drones roll all right that is nine nine <laughs> nine plus that's an 11 that's an 11 okay yes. so lucky for everyone uh <laughs> You manage to hack into this without your rage taking over. Like, you start, you're sitting there typing, you're like, oh, I'm going to put in all these trash-spitting protocols. And then you're like, oh, yeah, we're on a stealth mission. I guess I won't! Uh, but you, like, the trash drone is large enough, uh, and there is a big enough ma- maintenance hatch that you guys can all cling to the bottom of the drone. And we don't have to disguise our smell either, because that's what Whistler's for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you 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 hover past people, uh, and the drone trash collection. Do I hover, or is it just like walking? You know, just walking drone. Trash, please. Trash, please. Put your trash inside me. These trash drones are real talkative today, right? <laughs> it's followed around by a tuba drone that plays that, that music everywhere it goes. I'm, I'm sensing gum wrapper in your pocket. Please put inside me. That's right. Put it inside me. Slowly. Do not rush. Don't be afraid. Yeah, so you... you uh, walk around on this bumbling drone, um, and it uh, is taking you over to the beach. Uh, pretty easy, pretty smooth. You guys know that the beach tower is a little bit more secure. It's at the center of the arcology, as uh, Nike pointed out. At the top of the tower, you can see pretty much everything that's going on, and the zipline elevator will be able to uh it's more like a hover lift uh it can it's connected by wires to pretty much every major building uh in this area and it'll be able to take you anywhere so you know going through there it's going to take more than uh the average level of stealth Uh, so do you have any plans that you're working on for that um well you know i feel like i really hit on a on a good I mean, this trash can seems to be working so well. <laughs> so you're just going to power it through and try and get the trash drone up to the top, is your thought? We could get you two to pose 
as corporate drones, like like worker drones, not like oh. trash drone drones. Hmm. I think we should dress up the trash can like it is an employee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a compromise. We can work with this. Alternatively, we could get big iPad drones, you know, that have uh-huh. like, you know, big screens mm-hmm. and then just have them uh, display uh, the image of what's behind there. So mm. that it's like camouflage, like Mission Impossible 4. Yeah. We yeah. could also have my um, detective friend run interference for us. Mm. Ooh. Is this appropriate to yeah, introduce yeah. this? Yeah, appropriate. Um, I, I'm, I've become good friends through our intramural uh, roller parkour hockey league uh, with uh, Detective Gretzky Roundbacon. <laughs> and... Roundbacon. He can, uh, heir to of, the round bacon fortune. Yeah. <laughs> heir to the round bacon fortune. Um, but he's like a, he's sort of subversive within that family. Like he's mm-hmm. kind of seeing what the round bacons have done. Uh, they, they totally bought into the, there used to be a mom and pop operation that only sold round bacon. And, uh, now they've kind of succumbed to the, the temptations of, of the, the corporate life. They now sell long cut bacon. Yeah. Like American style long cut bacon, which is oh. totally like it's treason. It used to be treason, yeah, to to even produce or eat that kind of bacon in Canada, and now it's now it's everywhere. Uh, and so, uh, Detective Round Bacon went into po- police work first, so he can sort of take it down from the inside. But in any case. I'm good friends with him through our, our roller parkour hockey. So he could come in and sort of run some interference for us. It could make the, the, the other plan work a little bit more effectively. If he goes in and says, Hey, I'm just doing a routine security check to make sure that nobody's infiltrating your systems. And he can sort of present himself as, uh, an ally because they know him as a round base. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then if like that's successful, you'd have a contact that you could call on things to set up, you know, distracting alerts while you're in the arcology too, Mm -hmm. uh, to call on any sort of outside help, uh, like that. It's what's considered an improvised move in Mm. this system. So you guys should both be very good at this. (laughs) Um, just based on that, you should roll really well. Um, <laughs> roll and add your discipline to this. Yeah, which discipline do you What's think would Discipline count? of the highest stress track. So this is either okay. your bliss or your desire. And if I'm rolling? Yeah, it, it would be your, you rolling because this is your contact that you're pulling okay. in. We, so, we flash forward 20 years and Detective Round Bacon falls over the Round Bacon Falls in the clutches <laughs> of his criminal nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think, can I choose desire then? Because I have... Uh, yeah, desire is the high, one of the highest uh, stress tracks, so... So then that'll... In, will that influence my roll since I have plus one in that? Yes, as a yes. So this will okay. be plus one added to whatever you roll on uh, your 2d6. Okay. So I should just go so ahead and roll? Contact round bacon. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Come on, Detective Gretzky, round bacon. Wow. You guys are rolling really well. 11. So uh, that is a complete success on your terms. Uh, So the call goes through. Oh, this is Detective Round Bacon. Uh, Hey, Gretz. Hey, it's me, uh, Nike. Nike? Nike, I haven't heard your voice in a dog's age. Yeah, well, I mean, we haven't been able to get together and play. Yeah, I miss playing. Uh, Hey, um, can you do me a favor? Yeah, sure, sure. Anything for you, Nike. 
Um, so look, me and my, my pals, Whistler and Cutter, we've already, uh, lost, um, what's his face? What was his name? <laughs> you don't remember the name of Cross. The... Cross. Uh, Cross. Sorry. No, not Cross. Yeah. And we're, we're stuck in Tim Hortons, the, those bastards at Tim Hortons. Oh, I wish I could quit those donuts, but I can't. They're so delicious and at such a reasonable price. And they have free Wi-Fi. Look, Gretzky, they, they, do, they don't know about your subversiveness, right? They they think that you're just in the pocket just like every other detective. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They, they think all detectives can just be rolled over because they're a corporation and we're just part of the government. Oh, if I could get my hands on those jabronis. Well, look, Whistler's almost dead. He really needs insulin. We we got to get through this. You went quickly. on a mission without Whistler's insulin. <laughs> he's old. He's forgetful. I think it's infecting me because we're in the same headspace. That's why I couldn't remember Cross's name. And he's just fading fast. So can you run interference? Can you come do a, a just a routine security check? Pretend like we're not in the building. Sort of distract the the elements that 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 will allow us to stealthily enter the the beach portion of the. The arcology? Of course. Of course. I'll do whatever it takes. I don't know how long it could stay in there, how much I can accomplish. Sure. Like I said, we, we don't have control over much. We I just s- need enough time to get a garbage can and a tuba up this beach tower. All right. I can complain. I can <laughs> claim that we're auditing on behalf of the city planning department. That's the most powerful department that's left in the government. Uh, and I'll do this. I'll do this. You, you guys just hurry. Thanks, man. Hey, let's do our secret handshake that we always do on the rink. Of course, because uh, you guys, you guys are having like this conversation in like <laughs> cyberspace, right? Yeah. Uh, so his avatar in cyberspace is a talking ice skate uh, that like has laces for arms, uh, and you're that cat hanging mm-hmm. from the branch. Uh, so. He puts out one of his laces and he like bumps up from the bottom with the aglet on the end of the lace. <laughs> and I, uh, the lace wraps around my tail and sort of bounce the, the branch up and down a few times <laughs> and then, uh, flings the cat up in the air. He does a somersault, uh, does a knuckle puck move. <laughs> Uh, and they like, both do knuckle puck moves, and the digital pucks connect with each other in the air, making a clacking sound. Clack! Yeah. That's, <laughs> I love every time we do that, every time we score a goal. <laughs> I treasure our friendship. I do, too. Thanks for doing this for me. Hey, no problem. All right, so you guys, uh, now now that you have your friend, like you can hear uh, in the distance uh, these sort of hovercopters uh, that are... are Sounding the familiar wail of the city planning unit of Canada's police force, uh, Canada's national police, the Mounties. Uh, they are hover Mounties, the hover Mounties, the hover Mounties. Excuse me. <laughs> so the hover Mounties are making their On way the over, coppers. and like literally, you can see a bunch of people in the arcology like scrambling uh, to see what's going on uh, and there are definitely some corporate suits that are like on the phone with security trying to figure out why the hover mounties are on their way and prepare for their arrival it's the perfect cover for you guys so any stealth oriented checks uh, that you have to make while you're ascending uh, the beach is going to be easy for you it's going to get you're going to get plus one um, to any stealth related role uh, so you guys make it to uh, the base of the beach. 
um, and you see the beach towering above you. It's a massive spire. It sort of looks like the Space Needle in Seattle, just like a lot more spiky and foreboding. It is, of course, pitch black. Um, and there are some uh, moose <clears throat> sentinels at the bottom. Uh, it's just a class of drone uh it is very aggressive uh, and like they, they're nasty looking they've got missile bays in them they have uh, machine guns if you guys uh, mess with a moose sentinel you're dead watch out oh, these look like they were newly requisitioned from jacoby enterprises oh god i'm just gonna stay in my garbage can <laughs> It's it's so soft in here you would not believe it's like being in a in a wrapped in pillows but it's uh is that is that garbage. helping with your diabetes attack that you're currently experiencing Well it's calming me down That's good that's good <laughs> His foot is going to die so he can't walk yet right <laughs> So you guys are approaching uh the moose sentinels mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. scanning for clearance no clearance. Report to another sector. Oh, but I need to collect the garbage. Processing request. Scanning clearance. Clearance denied. Report to another sector. Or be destroyed. Okay. A. Uh, I'm going to need... Can I hack these, uh, yes. these cyber mooses? Absolutely. Uh, cyber moose, it's something, it has a very advanced, uh, cortex, so it's not going to be something that you can brute force take control over like you did the robot, but you mm-hmm. can convince it that you have clearance. Okay. So, uh, roll your, uh, I think this would be another drones. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, since this is related to the stealth roll, uh, you get plus one. Okay. Uh, seven. Uh, what, what, ten, yeah. Ten. That's great. That's much better than seven. Uh, so, again, your rage starts to bubble up. Like, what if I just program this thing to shoot a bunch of people? Uh, What if I shoot all the atheists? I hate them. God, I gotta write a page in my book about mooses, atheist mooses attacking people. Look at all these godless mooses. Um, but you... Managed to, like, get control of your rage. I'm just hungry. I'm just hungry. Low blood sugar. <laughs> uh, just just eat, eat some of this donut. <laughs> what was I doing? What was I doing? I can't remember. How did you chew that? That was, that, that thing's like concrete. It's fine. You just, just chew it up. I got dentures. <laughs> Seven years old. It's got titanium dentures. Yeah. He's really buff, and most of it's in the jaw region. Yeah. He, he's got his he, bite he pressure is 500 pounds. <laughs> his six-pack is on the side of his face. It's... Dun, 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 dun. Mm. Uh, but you you managed to hack into the drones. Mm-hmm. Clearance access granted. Welcome to the beach. Don't forget a towel, eh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So we're all wearing towels around us, like yeah. we. Yeah, that's the co- that's the uniform yeah. uh, for everybody <laughs> who works in the beach tower. <laughs> These ugly tan and brown Tim Hortons branded 
uh, beach towels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are definitely tan and brown. Uh, are are they plain old towels or is like is this a biohazard region? Is that what the towels are for? Um, I don't think it's a biohazard okay. region. I just think it's like a corporate mandate. Okay. It's they, a th- it's yeah. They're trying to play to the theme. It's sort of uh, getting there's everybody. There's a new towel <laughs> uh, uh, division, and they're just artificially bolstering their own demand. <laughs> <laughs> So scummy. That's so Tim Hortons. <laughs> uh, but you guys uh, make it up to like uh, the upper floors of the beach. Uh, in order to get to the uh, zipline deck, you have to walk through some of the areas, the offices. And unfortunately, there is no trash collection up there. So the trash drone is not going to be able to accompany you. It's, it's a paperless just, office up there. It's paperless we're, office. We're going to have to disguise my trash drone. <laughs> Guys, I'm not getting out of this trash drone. <laughs> if he gets out of the trash drone, he might have a panic attack because he's, he's freaking out about his <laughs> He has a panic blood sugar. attack. We all have a panic attack. I get it. <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, just going to have to put a wig and some sunglasses and dress this trash drone up like it's a person. I mean, I can't see any other... Okay, okay. I'm going to... This is the beach, so clearly there's changing rooms. Like, uh, this tower probably has... uh... Cabanas. Mm. It's got beach cabanas. (laughs) It's got beach cabanas. I was going to say it it has a a gym for for employees. Oh, yeah, exactly. This is like... The beach is the corporate office that like most people want to be at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of PR folks here, a lot of high paid gigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh I'm I'm going to I I want to roll my stealth in order to break into uh some gym lockers and play off just grabbing the fattest pants and outfit I can find as if oh no these are my gigantic pants that are trash drum sized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh so that's a nine plus bliss is a nine. Yep. Wow. Uh, okay. So this is also. So I'm going to choose to uh, succeed and increase the track. Okay. So the stress track is going up. You guys now the most overwhelming emotion that you feel is bliss. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. We're gonna do it, guys. We're gonna do it. This, this is... has been surprisingly unopposed. <laughs> yeah, this is like all of the thrill of uh, the adventure. You guys this love is taking so risks. so much better since they killed Cross. <laughs> Cross used to minimize a lot of risks, but you guys are adrenaline junkies. That's not what you're in it for. You head there and like you have a big smile on your face. Uh, and the next cabana over, somebody notices you. Oh, hey there, stranger. Didn't notice you there. Yeah, hey, how's uh, how's your workout? Oh, it was pretty good, pretty good today. I haven't seen you on the beach before. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm a new transfer. I'm uh, from the... Sensing bubblegum. Sensing... <laughs> I mean, I'm just a human man <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me and my friend, we're both human men. (laughs) Well, that's great. That's great. That's a bit odd to call yourself a human man. And also, I'm noticing now that you're about eight feet tall. That's surprisingly tall. Are you one of those uh, transhuman people? Yeah, yeah, they're making a real effort to uh, for, for some more diversity here in the beach. And I, as a transhuman, really appreciate that. Oh, I meant the eight foot tall 
human man over there, but well, yes, okay. yes, I am a transhuman person, and you know, uh, not- please don't discriminate against me or know, take away my rights as n- thank you, a citizen. Thank you for saying it. And I'd just like to point out that not everybody who has uh, uh, bio-organic uh, alterations to their cerebellum has them visible, all right? Okay, I can see an infrared. That gives me an advantage. And I don't need you just telling me who is and is not transhuman. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was speaking to two people who don't appreciate Tim Horton's corporate culture. I'm from uh-huh. Dallas. Uh-oh. I feel like I feel like we need to take a different tack on this. <laughs> Where did all the bliss go? Uh, I'm gonna spit garbage at him. Spit garbage. <laughs> spitting garbage. Spitting garbage. Okay, so you're making the drones roll to like <laughs> to bury this person in garbage. I'm just gonna yeah, just gonna completely cover him from head to like. He's totally covered in garbage. in garbage. He's hey, never wait. getting out. Let's just make it clear that this person is defending Tim Horton's corporate culture as erasing people's transhuman status. Yes. So oh, I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Well, well, a four was... plus two is a six, which still fails, oh. but it's a six. That was, yeah, one of your professional moves. Um, uh, so you can choose to get uh, succeed and add three stress uh, to your skills baggage or you get to describe your failure on your own terms. Um, so I would say what happens probably <laughs> is that, uh, I spit the garbage, uh, totally over his head and he just watches me spitting garbage just like over his head into the, the, in all over his documents. He's got like a, like a stack of documents that he's been uh carefully filing all day long he's got them in order and i've just like knocked them all over and just ruined his day so you so you're saying you succeeded that sounds like a success to me because you you're burying him in garbage no no i'm not burying him in garbage it's going like over his head like arcing over his head oh okay oh so you've ruined so now i'm making him angrier (laughs) and i've covered his workplace in garbage that's not a human at all. That's a garbage bot. What's it doing on this floor? This is a paperless office. You ruined all my digital papers. <laughs> You're going to be sorry about this. All of you are going to be sorry. <laughs> That's a 10 on martial arts. He's going to be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. And that is one of your professional yeah, moves. Is. Uh, so you succeed without stress. Ugh. Yeah. So what do you do? That felt good. Uh, it's, okay. He's, he's pointing. He's screaming. He turns around to see all of his uh, digi pads covered in muck and mostly gum wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> Very concerned with gum. But uh, yeah, with like a kick to the back of the knee, he goes down and then just smack him in the back of the neck. He goes out. Cuckoo. Yeah. All right. So it's yeah. the one, two. Right You've there. got and then and then I cover him in garbage. <laughs> Unconscious person, uh, the garbage bot vomits more garbage on top of this person. Um, and next, and like, I, I'm, I'm going to imagine, do you guys like, uh, just leave him there? Um, covered in garbage? Well, I'm gonna stomp on his head. <laughs> so you're, you're gonna kill him? Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, listen, listen. These atheists <laughs> don't deserve to live. And you know what? God doesn't have a plan for them. And he's just, he doesn't deserve I don't to know. Live. This guy looks like the sort of guy that got promoted above his uh, uh, station, you know. He got promoted into a thing he wasn't good at. And so we're just clearing up the corporate ladder. Yeah. It's happened to me so many times. So I stomp on his head <laughs> with my big... Okay, that has not happened to me many times. <laughs> Trash feet. And it cracks like an egg. And then I take his body, because it is now garbage, <laughs> disassemble it, put it inside me. <laughs> so... Grim. What is the line between Trash Drone and Whistler? Are, have they fused? Which means we've all fused with the Trash Drone as well, which is why I'm suddenly very hungry for gum wrappers. <laughs> um, while, while this is happening, uh, you see that there is an alert going off at one of the uh, smaller buildings across uh, the arcology from the beach. <clears throat> And you get a call from Gretzky. Hey, what the hell are you guys doing? We just killed somebody, like in plain view. You can't blame him. His blood sugar's so low. He could crush anyone's skull at any moment. He's out of control. Look, I covered for you this time, but I I don't know what else I can do. You just murdered somebody. Well, look, hey, it wasn't subtle at all. There's there's the war that we're fighting here, and then there's a spiritual war. Okay, shut the fuck up, Whistler. Look, I-, I picked up one of these digi papers from the guy that we just killed. He's one of the PR guys that works here at the beach, okay? okay. They're planning a big uh, celebrity appearance here at Tim Hortons from Red Green 3.0. Red Green Bot? Yeah. Red Green Bot's going to be here? He's going to be here with his red and green mismatched suspenders. And his duct tape. His, his, his duct tape will be able to... Uh, if they're bringing his duct tape here, that can accomplish almost anything. Exactly. So, Gretzky, do you think you could do us another favor? Is that okay? I'm sorry we screwed up this last one. Look, I I, I did what I could there. They're going to discover the murder. They're going to know that you're there as soon as they find out that it was a false alarm that we triggered. Listen, I'm a big blanket. I come in. (laughs) Listen, guys. Uh... They're never going to discover this murder. His body is inside the trash can. They're not going to check inside here. The, the, it's it's not a question of that. It's a question of the program that checks the tapes. Uh, you, oh. If you want to pull, it would be a risky hack to go get into the security mainframe through one of the access terminals. There's probably one at the center of Beach Tower. It would take some time, though. You'd have to delete the camera footage of you murdering that guy. Listen. Did you think that his head (laughs) was a big jelly donut? (laughs) Do you think jelly was going to come out? (laughs) Look, I'm still experiencing a lot of bliss right now. I thought it was a possibility. But (laughs) he looked to me... All, all, everyone around me looks like a big jelly donut right now, and I'm sorry, but you know, I, I, I didn't think this murder through. <laughs> so maybe on my own, I can go off and delete the footage while you guys accomplish uh, 
the main. If you need to eat another donut to help with your blood sugar, that's fine. But we're running out of. <laughs> we only have ten more donuts to use. What? And remember, we need those donuts to get into the sewer at, at the downtown portion of the campus. You are going to have to split up your supply of donuts. Oh. <laughs> Don't split the donut party. Uh, man, I, you know, I want no part of these donuts. They've only brought me ill. <laughs> Well, okay. How many if do you, you need? If you can delete the uh, footage, I think what we have to do is, um, since this guy that we just killed was responsible for making this Red Green 3.0 appearance happen, we need to still make it happen so that the campus is, uh, everyone on campus is uh, wanting to go see Red Green 3.0 in the flesh, so to speak. He's mostly not human. He's but- barely a man anymore. <laughs> I can handle that. I have someone who owes me a favor. Darren, uh, excuse me, Cutters, I, I haven't mentioned before, his avatar is a corporately mandated uh, green, uh, excuse me, purple gorilla mm-hmm. named uh, Ponzi Pal. <laughs> and uh, so so that goes on the net and seeks out uh, Ruth Dixon, a uh, television journalist. So that's a f- seven. That's a seven because it adds the uh, highest stress track. It's right. That is correct. Um, uh, so seven succeed, but I am also going to make a move. That is fine. I'm calling up my good buddy, journalist Ruth Dixon. All right. Uh, it goes through. Hello, this is Ruth Dixon's office. How can I help you? Hey, uh, it's Darren. Do you oh, re- Darren. Yeah. yeah you oh, should, how the heck are you? You should probably call me Cutter. It's... Okay, Cutter. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm calling you Cutter. <laughs> uh, Your but big yeah. tough guy name. What can I, I do got, for you? I've got the scoop of the day, which, I mean, the, the news cycle is so fast that it's like the scoop of the century in, in contemporary time, but this is the cyberpunk What feature. have you got for me, Cutter? All right. There's going to be an event at Tim Horton's Tower in Vancouver, the Vancouver location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Green 3.0 is going to be there. Red Green 3.0. Yeah, you mean he'd survived the accident. Yeah, yes. Uh, when his wife just took her anger out after all those digs he made against her yep. on his TV show all those years, she did not keep her stick on the ice. I gotta tell you. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, if they managed to rebuild his body, there was so little of him left after that last accident. So I, I hear they even upgraded him further. He's practically red-green 3.2. Oh, wow. Oh, this is this is big, but this oh, is, I'm so tied to the office. This is a private corporate event. If you broke the news, though, everyone could see the first public appearance. That's a big risk, though, getting in getting into that arcology. The story sounds like it could be worth it, but I think you'll need to grease my wheel a little bit. This sounds like it's a favor to you. It is. It, it, it you're not real sh- solid. I mean, you do remember that time. Uh, you're, you are only alive because I looked the other way that one time. I don't want to play that card. Look. But, look, I mean, it a goes A big blanket saying. leans in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. She, she, she wants you to have sex with her. She wants to have you to have cyber sex with her so just just go through with it just your bliss and desire are your highest stress tracks so right now whether or not that's true that mm-hmm. may be mm-hmm. what you're feeling right okay. now like that rings through as truth all right ruth i know i we both know why i look the other way 
Uh, that, Wh- that, what are you saying, Cutter? I'm saying that if, if you do this for me, and I make it out of here, well... We'll finally have that dinner you've been meeting me to take me to. There'll be dinner, and baby, there's going to be dessert. All right, Cutter. It's all right, I'll do this for you. Maple syrup everywhere. You just do me one favor. Can you do that for me, Cutter? I need you to live. I need you to survive with all your important bits intact. Somewhere in the middle of that, he already hung up. (laughs) (laughs) The gorilla's like there for a minute. (laughs) Oh, that Cutter. I'm going to get me a cut of that tonight. Always uh, leave him wanting more, folks. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the, that's, you know, General Ironicus's tip for successful <laughs> relationships. Uh, so, yeah, you, you have, uh, now there's going to be a media blitz surrounding this. This event is going to be massive. And all non-essential employees are probably going to go. So you're not going to have to deal with any random murders. As you guys uh, <laughs> make your way to the zip line I don't deck. call it murder. I call it taking out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Uh, Stop them all and let God, who definitely exists, sort them out. <laughs> uh, Whistler, you head to the center of the beach tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're now dividing up. We'll uh, rejoin with Cutter and Nike in a little bit. You need to delete that footage of you guys murdering that random employee. Yeah, I feel like having a murder on my rap sheet would not be great. Certainly they would be pulling in, uh, you know, tougher corporate defenses. They might even sick some of those, uh, moose sentinels on you. Yeah. And that's... If I know anything about murder from Grand Theft Auto way back in the day, that <laughs> video game, it's that you, you don't want to commit a murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you learned from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. He played a it Christianized raises- version of Grand Theft Auto with heavy emphasis on consequences. Yeah. <laughs> like in the in the Christian version of Grand Theft Auto, you murder someone, you're immediately arrested, you're tried, and then you're seen going to hell. You have to yeah. baptize the hookers. And the- <laughs> there's there's a 12 hour cutscene of you in hell being tortured by the devil. Each and time, each time you commit one murder in the Christian Grand Theft Auto oh, game. Oh God. The memories. <laughs> Even the speed run is eight hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, uh, so you, you know that this murder is bad. You know where uh, because you have pretty good mapping uh, from what Cutter managed to pull off earlier uh, with the corporate station. You know where the other security station is. However, in the heart of the beach, uh, this is a much bigger deal. There are two essential employees who are guarding uh, the place that you're going to need to interface with. And you know one chilling thing. There are no trash cans in the mainframe. <gasps> it's paperless. <sighs> Remember, you have access to any skill uh, that's on that sheet, even the skills that are possessed by your comrades. Okay, what, what are my obstacles again? Uh, you've got two guards, uh, two guards who are there. Um, and also you're going to need to get past the door. Thankfully, you have that all-access key card that, okay. would, that Cutter got you. Um, since I'm already, uh, I've already committed one murder. 
<laughs> and since he's going in a place where he's going to be able to delete the footage delete anyway, the footage. Yeah. it's kind of those, all bets those are guards off. are kind of screwed. <laughs> they're guarding all the evidence of murder. That I've might never be committed happening. a murder before, and now that I've committed one, <laughs> I kind of feel like I like it. And I feel like there are no consequences. Maybe that, I mean, really? that might be the low blood sugar talking. For my spir- spiritual. Or the bliss. Or the bliss, or the bliss. yeah. It's probably you're really the bliss. getting, yeah. yeah, it's probably, you're getting off on this murder. So I think, I think I might just, uh, b- explode them. <laughs> Use explosives. Okay, okay. From okay. Yoshi. Uh, so, yeah, that's right. You reach deep into your consciousness, um, and back to, uh, the, the fragmented ghost, uh, that used to be your friend Yoshi. It just instinctually humans, when they die and they're connected to a headspace, there's something about them that wants to live and they download a portion of themselves into their friends' brains just out of desperation. Mm-hmm. Yoshi is mostly gone, but his skills remain. Uh, so, you're uh, trying to engineer uh, some explosives, so I am going to need you to make that explosives roll. And remember, the stressor for this one is grief. What is your grief score? Oh, it's minus two. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Maybe this is. Uh, no, no, I like this. Uh, I love you know it. what? Let's see what happens. <laughs> six, seven, eight, eight. Uh, so that come, comes down to six. Thing. But. Less than six is failure. Wait, no. Six and less is failure. Um, so what, uh, like, I, I guess this could be, yeah, th- this is oh, a boy. headspace move. Uh, so I'm gonna give you two hard choices that are grief based, and, um, you're going to have to make them, and you'll be able to succeed, Which or there's a lot of grief you could des- you could also describe how you fail. Um, <laughs> um, Hmm. <laughs> How would explosives go wrong? Well, there's um, the obvious and underwhelming way. <laughs> they just don't. So, uh, my thought is that, uh, so, like, if you, do you want to fail or do you want to succeed? Let I, I would like to succeed. Okay. If you'd like to succeed, I am going to give you two hard choices. Okay. Uh, so you summon up the skills uh to make explosives uh there are plenty of materials around like with between the spare drone parts uh the open cabanas that you're in like you get a bunch of lithium batteries you know how to overload them and make them explode mm-hmm. anybody have seen those pictures of cell phones that have exploded in cars they're truly terrifying uh jesus <laughs> so you you have this uh makeshift explosive however that also brought up a couple things. Uh, this is a grief-powered skill. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a lot of the emotions that uh, Yoshi felt about losing his own life. Uh, very much in this skill's sense memory for you is the feeling of death and a fear of death and not wanting that. And that starts to overwhelm you. Uh, so the first thing is uh, you believe you're going to be putting yourself in harm's way somehow. So tell me how you're going to be putting yourself in harm's way. And you are also going to hurt someone that you care for, uh, with this action, with the explosives. Oh God. Uh, so you'll hurt God. You care about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, uh... or her. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you're going to put yourself in harm's way. 
and you are going to hurt someone you care so for. i think what's going <clears> to <throat> end up happening is i i i i try to um throw the like just sort of toss the bomb out of the trash can through mm-hmm. the uh the little opening but i I, I my I'm so weak from the diabetes, you know. I'm like shaking, you <laughs> and know? the grief, and yeah, and the crying. grief, got- and I'm crying. I'm so overwhelmed by the memories, like I'm just witnessing Yoshi's death over and over in my mind. And then I I toss it up, and it just goes up, and then just sort of like uh, topples right out next to the robot instead of going. Uh, to the guards. The extra... Well, I mean, like, it's <clears throat> near enough that it's probably going to affect the guards, but it's also next to the robot. Yeah, so it's going to blow up the, the robot, and then I'm not going to have my trash. My trash bot. And then that, also... Who you've really, become... like... You've... Yeah, I've yeah. grown to love this trash <laughs> it's bot. It's your new... You're taking it on as a son, almost. Yeah. To replace the one that you it's neglected like, to death. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a better son, because I control him. <laughs> I can wear him like a skin you're not content with just wearing your son's hip-hop yeah. bugs bunny shirt you want to wear your son yes mm-hmm. ideally this is you speaking as brad pike right <laughs> yes this is a fact about me brad pike i like to wear people like skins <laughs> Great, glad that we cleared that up. I, I should uh, point out the cool oh, mechanical thing yeah. uh, that happened with that headspace move. And one of the things that makes this system unique is that when you fail a headspace move that way, uh, you have to do something that's called making a hard choice, where certain elements can be introduced to the success uh, that will make it very difficult. In this case, the character Whistler was put in a circumstance where he had to sacrifice something important to himself and put himself at risk. Uh, so in addition to that, the bomb goes off. It destroys your robot in addition to killing the guards. But it is also going to deal you one health damage. Uh, that seems so, fair. So uh, you have a minus one now uh, to everything you're doing just from the damage that you suffered from the explosion. However, you manage to kill the guards and there is now nothing stopping you from controlling all of the security footage uh, that's in this particular arcology. You do know that in probably about uh, an hour or two, they're going to have to change shifts. And at that point, you will have to deal with two new guards. But until then, uh, you have total control and you can conceal your allies very well. Okay, great. Did we talk about the person he cares about? Uh, the, the, the person who, so the, I think, uh, we had sort of played it. Was that the, the, the robot? That was the robot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cause like as a, as a GM, I'm super happy to get rid of that goddamn robot. <laughs> 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 you guys tried to dress up in a suit. Uh, but let's, let's cut over to the top of the beach. Um, you guys have made it up. Uh, this is sort of the corporate lounge area. You can see most of the city from here and all of the arcology. Which looks exactly like the city, just smaller. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's uh, fractally beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the more you focus in on individual parts, uh, the more beautiful it is. What if, like, the whole universe is just a big Vancouver? <laughs> yeah. That's what they're trying to get everyone to believe, yeah. for sure. <laughs> That's why uh, the Vancouver tourism 
uh, catchphrase is, there's only Vancouver. <laughs> I thought it'd be like, you're already here anyway. <laughs> Vancouver, you're already here. Where are you going to go, fancy guy? All right. So, yeah, you, you guys are at the top of the arcology. It's very beautifully decorated. Uh, Tim Hortons, like, uh, apart from the tans, like, they're pretty patriotic. Uh, so there's a big uh, maple leaf on top of the building, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can be seen by any uh, airplanes flying overhead. Uh, you guys now need to locate the uh, correct... Uh, zip line down to the hockey arena, I believe, is where you're mm-hmm. heading. Yes, the ruins of the Canucks arena. Yes. Which have been faithfully recreated in the um. arcology. <laughs> so, to, to, uh, figure out, uh, where exactly, like, okay, we know where we're going, but I yeah. guess that sounds like an investigation thing? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna roll investigation. So, uh, now that we're here, we've got the bird's eye view as well as the, uh, information. We got before. Just gonna cross check all that. And this is another bliss based skill. Another Jeez. <laughs> it's almost like oh! I'm trying to oh, drive no. us <laughs> into making these mechanics count. Uh, so that's a four. Yeah, that's that's a failure. On a so, headspace move, exactly the same. Yeah, two hard choices, or you describe how you fail. I don't want to fail to get information. That's the most boring thing to fail at. So I'm gonna take the, the hard choices. Okay, I am going to uh, need you, you uh, are going to make a rash decision, and you okay. are also going to tempt others to indulge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Cutter, you've always known him to be very straight-laced. He's very uptight. He, you've never seen him without a tie. The, the, the coat is coming off. He's... Uh, <laughs> he runs to the window, throws it out, and is, uh, okay, so I'm acting rashly and yeah. inviting someone You're else inviting to indulge. inviting somebody else to indulge. All right, I know exactly which one it is. I know where it's coming, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a leak right in this potted plant, and you're going to do it with me. Because <laughs> I am sick. I am sick. I am sick of living like this. I'm sick of these people. I'm sick of being one of these people. You don't know what I want to be like you. And my bliss is so amped up right now yeah. that just peeing is like coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Great. <laughs> so you guys uh, just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. And so... Oh, yeah! Far away, because we share the same headspace, I'm also peeing and coming. (laughs) And and surrounded by the gore of all these dead people. Peeing is life coming. Nobody's coming. (laughs) Audience, please continue listening to the show. Oh, God. Uh, But this is also... You're squirting cat placenta, specifically. (laughs) Yeah. Please try doing something not gross and desirable to hear again, like squirting cat placenta. Well, that's it for One Shot this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week with the conclusion to our Headspace series. A quick note to my trans and genderqueer listeners. In editing, I became suspect of the transhumanist pun we used. I thought that because the heroes of our story were in support of transhumanists and the villain of the scene was very much opposed to transhumanists, it worked as a pun that wasn't offensive. But I also wouldn't know that because I'm a cis dude with more than a few privilege blinders. 
So if that scene was problematic, please contact me at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com and let me know. I want to do right by all my listeners, and OneShot, like role-playing games in general, should be a welcoming environment for everyone. I hope to see as many one-shot heroes as possible at the Chicago Game Master Circle on March 28th. If you're interested in going, don't forget to go to the link in the show notes. One-Shot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! (laughs) 